Story four of Bobby Gray Squirrel's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Fred. Bobby makes friends with the girl. Rusty, when he flew out of the window, made straight for the woods, not stopping to look around to see if Dasher the Hawk was lurking around to pounce upon him. Bobby could not take such a direct path but after he had hopped from the window-sill to the branch of a tree he stopped and huddled up close to the trunk for fear that dasher might be near now it was while crouching there to make sure of his safety that he overheard something below that brought him great relief two men were standing near the house and one of them was giving directions to the other if that hawk comes back john use your shotgun on him i don't want him snooping around here to kill off the little chicks when they're hatched it seems as if he scented them already it isn't that sir replied the other it must be the small songbirds he hunts around here for them in the clearing every chance he gets well use your gun then to protect the songbirds i don't want them killed or frightened off this was all pleasant news to bobby the owner of the house was a friend to the small birds perhaps then he would be a friend to the squirrels at any rate there wouldn't be much danger from dasher the hawk in the clearing so he concluded the tree near the house was even safer than the woods i think he said after a while i'll stay right here today that little girl's a friend of mine and i'd like to see her again she said maybe i'd come back if she let me go well, I'm not going to disappoint her. Rusty was a little surprised that Bobby didn't immediately follow him into the woods, but as Bobby had got out of the house safely, he wasn't going to worry more about him. He had a thrilling tale to tell, and he wanted to fly away and see all his friends, for they would be greatly interested in the exciting adventure. Bobby climbed up the tree and looked around him. The topmost branches were even with the tower room and from there he could look through the windows. He could, he thought, swing from the longest branch and land on the flat roof of the house. But instead of doing this, he ran down the tree again, and halted before the window of the bedroom where the little sick girl lay. He looked through the window, and saw the girl propped up in bed. Her mother was with her now, and the sight of Bobby brought delight to the child open the window mamma she called there's bobby back again you must feed him before he goes bobby supposed the woman would be very angry with him for mussing up her house but she seemed to have forgotten that she opened the window and chirped to him but bobby was very cautious he didn't trust anyone but the little girl not even julie this might be a trick of the woman to catch him but when she put some nuts on the window-sill and stepped back in the room bobby walked to them and picked them up he could hear the exclamations of delight from the bed as the sick girl clapped her hands the mother smiled and seemed greatly pleased oh mamma maybe he'll stay with me all summer said the girl if he does i know i'll get well again perhaps there were tears of joy or hope in the mother's eyes for they looked very moist she turned to bobby and said if you'll play with my little girl and make her better bobby i'll forgive you for damaging my things in the house 
oh yes i will there was an appeal in the voice which the tears made very pathetic bobby whisked his tail and bobbed his head of course he answered her right away but she couldn't understand him which wasn't his fault i'll certainly do all i can is what he said i'll play with her all day long if that will help her to get better bobby was so tender-hearted that he couldn't bear to think of any one being sick and deprived of the sunshine and fresh air this little girl was shut up in the bedroom so she was denied both i wonder what i can do to make her better he thought and for a long time after eating his nut he sat there on the window-sill thinking the little girl and her mother watched him admiringly but he was so busy thinking that he scarcely noticed them i think he knows what we're saying mamma the girl said finally when i called him bobby he looked just as if that was his name and it surprised him that i knew it the mother smiled anything that interested her little one pleased her and she nodded once more to bobby he certainly acts as if he wanted to make friends with you dear she said if we feed him he may in time come right in the room again and eat out of your hands oh if he would cried the girl now bobby wanted to say that he would do it right away if the mother would leave but he was still a little afraid of her he was uncertain whether or not she would close the window and imprison him again then as if she understood his doubts the mother turned and hurried away saying as she went i'll be back in a few minutes clara so clara was the little girl's name bobby stored it up in his mind to remember he liked the name and thought it applied well to the girl bobby bobby the girl called to him as soon as her mother was out of the room bobby instantly hopped inside the window and stood a second there watching and listening it was a long distance to the bed he would have to jump down and run along the floor for some distance before he could reach it the door was on the opposite side of the room as if expecting an enemy bobby watched that door and hesitated bobby bobby won't you come to me clara called again very softly bobby couldn't resist that appeal an instant without waiting to hear it repeated he jumped to the floor and ran to the bed up the tall wooden post he climbed until he stood on top of it from that high perch he looked down at the sick girl and frisked his tail this way and that way he could watch the door from that position and the little girl at the same time if any one entered the room he could retreat to the window and escape the girl smiled and clapped her hands you're not afraid of me are you bobby she added we're friends now aren't we bobby jerked his head sideways to show that he understood and swished his tail back and forth then won't you come and eat this nut she continued come and take it out of my hands clara held a fat chestnut out to him bobby hesitated an instant casting another fearful glance at the door and then dropped down on the bed and approached the girl she stretched out a hand with a nut in it bobby raised his two paws and grasped it a little gasp of happiness escaped the girl's lips just then her mother appeared in the doorway 
and bobby with the nut in his mouth leaped from the bed and ran for the window he stopped on the sill to look back oh mamma cried the girl he took the nut from my hand now i know he'll stay and be my friend of course rusty would be jealous of all this high feeding if he knew it and in the next story you will read about how he joined them in the feast end of story four recording by phone